Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Mahani Jahangiri and welcome to Conversations with My Dog. Today's guests are Becky Huwaits and James Bowen. Becky is Head of Public Affairs at the Blue Cross and James, well, is a hero of mine, being the international best-selling author of A Street Cat Named Bob. Now today we are going to talk about a subject close to my heart, which is puppy scamming. Becky and James, thank you so much for giving us the time to educate our listeners and myself to the horrific world of online pet scamming. And it is an honor to have you both today on the show. Namaste, Namapa. How are you today? Namaste. Thank you for having us on the show. Yes, yeah, uh, we're good. Uh, well, I, it's a bit drizzly out, but you know. It's absolutely. Now, I w- just to go straight into it, um, you know, my dog. Robbie is a victim of a puppy farm uh, and that's an ongoing issue and people you know just purchasing dogs from breeders online on platforms uh, you know that promise a healthy dog for example uh, and then you you get sort of a sickly dog you know um, you you maybe have a meeting with these people at a car park or potentially at their home and then you get this puppy and you go home with this puppy and six months later it's sick and potentially dies I mean this has happened but puppy scamming Jesus that's a new thing is this a new thing James uh, well, um, for me, it's a new thing. I've uh, only recently had it happen to me. Uh, my fiance and I, we um, after Bob passed away in the summer, uh, as we were coming up to Christmas, we decided we wanted to uh, get a puppy and bring a new family member into our home. And um, we were searching online and these uh, pets at home forums, and uh, we found um, these Yorkshire Terrier puppies for eight hundred and fifty pound. And we arranged with the um, with who we thought were breeders uh, for uh, they said that on the Friday they were doing live viewings and uh, we booked a time slot for that then on the Thursday the day before they sent us a picture of a puppy and they said last puppy at 650 pounds please pay a deposit 250 immediately uh, to secure it and we were very excited about this because um, uh, we'd been counting counting the time until the Friday so um, I I they gave us a proper bank account details with the correct name to it. So I made the transfer. And um, as we were 
speaking to them, like asking what sex it was. And we said, is it a girl? We should have said, what sex was it? And they, uh, they said, yes, it is a girl. Uh, can we still do the viewing on Friday, if, even though you've sold all the puppies? Of course, um, we'll contact you when we get back from the vets tomorrow after their checks and shots. Um, by the time we typed thank you, they weren't getting the second tick on WhatsApp, which meant that they weren't receiving the messages. And obviously, um, we sent subsequent messages the next day as it came time for the viewing, uh, which didn't happen at this point. We realized that we'd been suckered, you know. It was it was completely devastating because we'd already started, you know, planning for puppy food and like a leash and a dog bed and things like that. It, it, yeah, it broke my fiance's heart. And I just felt like such a fool for letting it happen and, you know, causing, I shouldn't have, I should have been more aware. Yeah, of course, you must be blaming yourself for this. You know, how could I, how should I? But it does happen. It is during lockdown that this happened. It wouldn't have happened that way, would it? In a normal, well, in a way, you would have not gone through this procedure had it not been for lockdown, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's, well, yeah, obviously, the, I think um, uh, the prices of puppies seem to have shot up so much now because um, uh, everybody is wanting to have a puppy or a cat or something. But usually, yeah, you would you'd get more of an opportunity to converse with the, um, with the people selling the pet, I would think. So how much conversation did you really have? What did you have um, face-to-face? Did you, I mean, face-to-face, sorry, in a digital world, did you have a face-to-face digital meeting? Did you see that person behind the puppy? No, it was just WhatsApp chats. Um, yeah, just WhatsApp chats, really. Um, and um, little clips and photos. And obviously the actual, because it was on the Pets at Home forum, we uh, it seemed pretty legitimate. Well, this is what I was going to ask. How could they do that? How uh, how is this even feasible? I heard they they're using Blue Cross as well as a forum. Is that correct, Becky? Yeah, we've seen a massive rise in these types of scams, and one of the things that we've seen over the last twelve months is um, some of these criminals using Blue Cross addresses um, and suggesting that they can pick up the puppy from Blue Cross addresses. Um, so yeah, they've even kind of sunk to the level of um, impersonating a charity when they're taking part in these scams. And is pets at home aware of this? Have they been notified or can they intervene somehow? Yeah, so um, Pets at Home are one of the websites that work with the Pet Advertising Advisory Group. And I think they are, um, you know, working hard to try and stop these kind of criminals using their websites. But it's really difficult, unfortunately, with a massive spike in demand and a massive spike in prices, you do get that criminal element coming into the trade. And that's why I think, um, you know, we're really grateful to be working with James and to be promoting the responsible purchase messaging and trying to encourage people to look out for some of the warning signs so that it doesn't happen to them. And and James, I mean, where did where did it all go wrong? I mean, did you have a did you hear the person on the phone? Do you know their vo- voice? Did they, I'm a foreigner, right? I have an accent. Um, but, you know, did you have a chance to to see their how they were spelling? The, you know, were there any hints or something in spelling maybe? No, or? It, it, it was clearly some, uh, well, it was clearly, so, no, the, all the um, technique, we didn't really speak to them on the audio because we were going to be, meeting them on the on the um viewing day on the video viewing but um obviously that never happened so they kind of we should have really thought of you know in hindsight we all these warning signs were there but we didn't see them because we were just so emotionally invested and excited um 
but you know, they're, every message seemed very professional and courteous. They were very polite. Um, they were very good about um, how they did it. You know, we didn't see any kind of um, misspellings or anything like that. Like, you know, um, it's uh, when you're, yeah, I know what you're saying. There was nothing like that in the, in the grammar. Nothing like that, because uh, Becky, you did mention that there are several warning signs that we can look out for. What are they? These pointers that we can sort of maybe look at. So I think we would say um, there are kind of three key things. So one, do as much research as you possibly can, trying to find the right dog for you, but also asking lots of questions to the seller and making sure that they can come back to you with answers. Uh, we would always say trust your instinct. So if something feels a little bit dodgy, then it, it probably is. And you should try and walk away from the sale, and do exactly what James did in terms of um, reporting to action fraud, that kind of thing. Um, in terms of like specifically the adverts, things to look out for are prices that seem significantly cheaper than the average price for the breed that you're looking for. We're seeing a lot where they're using fake photographs, so like Google images of certain breeds. So look out for that. And you can also um, kind of search the phone number that's associated with the advert. And if it comes up that they're selling hundreds and hundreds of dogs, that should be a warning sign for you. And you can then um, contact Action Fraud or contact the Blue Cross and um, we can kind of help because we really want to be able to track the scale of this um, criminal activity and report it to the relevant authorities um, as we have done helping um, helping James. James, was it a foreign number? Was it a British number, a foreign number? It was a it was a mobile it was a gift gaff mobile sim it turned out uh, so you know you can buy these at the uh, corner shop and uh, that's the one thing that we can't really you know they'll, they'll put the advert up um, I'm guessing like Becky said for lots of different animals and then as soon as they get one punter I'm guessing that they just burn that sim and then change all their adverts to another n number to wait for the next uh, bait. You know, it's just like a call center at the moment. It's just so many scams at the moment. And then you try and trace the number back and it's out of it's not working. I mean, I had so many universal credit companies contacting me <laughs> or COVID centers trying to figure out, you know, and I'm like, I, I fall for it at the beginning. But but this is devastating because I think you went through all the right steps, didn't you? You, you really felt all, for you, it was all the way, the whole process right to the end where you feel devastated. It's a, it's a loss, isn't it? it? Well, yeah, I mean, not just financially. It's not just financially, it's emotionally as well. Yeah, it was, it was so, horrible. How much money did you lose, if I may ask? Uh, it was just a deposit of £250, but hopefully uh, the bank will be able to uh, recover it. So we gave them the we gave the details to the bank and to, the, to action fraud. So hopefully they'll be able to recover it. Absolutely. But the thing is, I'm always looking at this thing. I have, obviously, I'm a, a dog person. I do dog yoga and everything, but I've always been involved with charities and I've always been about, you know, supporting uh, dogs from the dog meat trade and everything. So I've been very educated about puppy farming. Robbie's a rescue from a puppy farm as well. Um, I knew about Lucy's Law and all these things. You, you know about Lucy's Law, like that the, the mother has to be there and, and, you know, it has to be a legitimate breeder. And I thought the whole world would know by now that maybe, you know, purchasing a puppy online, red flags, I don't know. It kind of, it's still happening. So if there wouldn't be a high demand, there wouldn't be those people. That's what kind of gets me, you know. There's... Um, 
or or are we just a victim of emotions because of the lockdown? I don't know. It's a debate, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's definitely the problem is because of COVID. You, yeah, we are stuck to online, um, and you know we can't be too socially aware of what's going on, like at the other end of the line. So it's a, uh, it's, it's a difficult. It's um, a difficult one. It's a difficult one. And Becky, uh, Blue Cross, you are, uh, uh, you have a rescue shelter as well. The Blue Cross must be doing adoption fostering. Yeah, we have rehoming centres across the UK, and um, yeah, definitely, we're obviously struggling to um, operate with social distancing. It makes our lives much harder, but we are starting to see an increase in the number of animals coming into our shelters, and we think potentially that's because. Um, you know, impulse purchases during the first lockdown that some people made and the changes in people's economic, you know, stability mean that they are having to um, unfortunately give up their pets. So, yeah, we're, we're seeing more animals coming in and we would say that, you know, wherever possible, do consider rescue. Um, it's always a, a great thing to do. But we're also, you know, recognise that some people want to go online and, and buy a pet and there's nothing wrong with that if you do it safely, um, following the advice that's on the Blue Cross website um around how you can look out for warning signs and how you can ask the right questions when you're when you're looking to purchase a pet have you had some of the rescue the you know some of the rescue dogs being returned where they just had them for a while and actually brought the rescue dog back to the shelter has that happened um so at blue cross we do uh, really careful behavior checks and we try and match each individual uh, potential owner to the right dog for them um I'm not going to say we never get dogs coming back, but we try really hard to match right person to the right pet. Um, but obviously, if, if it doesn't work out, then we would always take the pet back. But yeah, we haven't seen a massive spike in anything like that. And we're being really thorough around still doing those checks and making sure we're asking the right questions and making sure that that pet is suitable for that person's lifestyle. Yes, um, as big. Becky just said that we're going to be doing a documentary on that. Um, so the Blue Cross are, ho are helping us to find the right puppy to bring into our home. And, um, yeah, we're going to do a documentary on that so people, if they want to adopt from the Blue Cross, they can see how they do, like, the behaviour matching for the family and all of that. That is absolutely amazing. I'm so excited about that. That is so brilliant. But the thing is, the question is, at the moment, with this tier four thing, would you be able just to do these matchups online? Or are you allowed as a charity to come into somebody's home for the sake of the puppy? What's the situation, you know, to get this proper check? Or is it just online? You sort of <laughs> move your laptop and show, it, show, show the garden and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so we currently do um, online checks. We speak to people over the phone and um, within the government guidelines, we are allowed to um, take a pet to a new home within an area. We're also allowed to pick up a pet if there's a welfare need. So, you know, someone unfortunately can't look after their pet anymore or the pet's in trouble. We are within the government guidelines allowed, um, allowed to do that. But yeah, not currently, we can't go into people's homes, but actually you can find out so much about someone's suitability for a pet just by sitting down and having a conversation with them. And we've got, you know, trained experts at Blue Cross who can really make sure we get that perfect match from um, a pet for a person. 
Absolutely. And, and because of time, I, I do want to go into something quite important. Um, I realized uh, the Blue Cross also has counseling for uh, pet owners that have lost their animal. Is that correct? Do you give counseling service or, or, or advice? Um, yes, yeah, so we run the pet bereavement support service. So this is essentially a phone line uh, where people can ring up to speak to our uh, trained volunteers. Um, and they do that when they're going through the really horrible um, time of, of losing a pet, whether their pet has sadly passed away or whether they've had to rehome a pet um, all these kind of things. So, yeah, they can call our helpline, speak to uh, trained volunteers and they can do that as often as they want and we try and help them and support them through that really really difficult time and we've seen a big spike in those calls during lockdown because we know pets mean so much to so many people and if you're really isolated I think during Covid that's been even worse so if you lose a pet then um, you know we're that uh, listening ear to try and help you through that that really difficult uh, difficult time so definitely would if anyone's going through something like that encourage them to call the pet bereavement line. I find this has some, been something quite underestimated, um, the bereavement of an animal. I couldn't find enough um, organizations that offer counseling. And in fact, I would have liked to, sometimes when I go to the vet and I see someone who's just lost their dog and they come out, I just feel like holding them or, or doing some heat, you know, like supporting them in that moment of who is there to support these people? Who is there when they've lost to say, in my view, their child, their baby, their their life. Um, I, I, you know, we can argue this, but I, there's not enough, is there, James? It's it's a pet bereavement. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that um, is um, under under um, underappreciated in the um, in the world of um, you know counselling and things like that. It's uh, I I know personally. Um, I I I. I still mourn deeply Bob every single day. I miss him so much and it's, uh, I'd quite often find myself having a little cry and, you know, just if it hadn't been for the support of lots of friends and my fiance and obviously the outpouring from all the fans all over the world, the, uh, the amount of condolence uh, letters and cards that came in, it was, uh, there were, tens of thousands of them it took us uh, like nearly a week to go through them all um but i can't imagine for the average uh, person who's on their own and their pet was their life they need to have someone to be able to communicate with i think it's as important as um the, the Samaritans. I mean, I, I really think there should be more helplines, a lot more helplines established. I, I actually really wanted to get involved in this. There's something I do the dog yoga, but in, you know, I have so many people when, when I do the dog yoga, sometimes I, uh, that sounds really crazy, but sometimes I sort of channel other people's beloved animals that have passed away. And in yoga, they all seem to come through and somehow I get someone's name uh, an animal that passed away or something and people just they're in floods of tears and it just opens up and i think oh my god they haven't there, there hasn't been enough time to mourn and some people just they rush to go and get the next dog as well uh, how was it with you james after bob how how was the transition did you did you get another um, cat how did you do it well i mean um we it's 
it was a bit unfortunate in a way because um, before Bob passed away, um, we had already agreed to uh, adopt um, a couple of kittens. Um, so <laughs> Bob was supposed to be meeting his new family members. Um, and then that was just like three weeks after he passed away, we had to go and collect them. And um, so that was that was a bittersweet moment, um, bringing young bandit and Gizmo home um, at the same time as bawling my eyes out. Um, uh, the puppy is really kind of where we um, where we've been even more have salt in the wounds kind of thing. But it's um, it's yeah, it's been an interesting. I'm I. Uh, I wouldn't say interesting, it's been a painful time, but um, um, as I mentioned before, we're building a memorial to Bob. Uh, we have a GoFundMe that was um, that raised enough money for to have a bronze statue made of him um, with a nice uh, granite bench that we're putting up in Islington Green. Oh, so that's and- being made at the moment. Oh, wonderful. Is this um, by any chance an open event for anyone to join or are we allowed to go there or uh, how are you going to conduct this? Is there a date? I think the whole world will go. When the restrictions have been lifted enough that it's safe for people to gather, we'll have the unveiling then. I don't want to have to uh, um, like um, have like I know that the thing is there will be people coming from all over the world and um, we're going to have to, you know, um, I don't think it's going to be a quiet event for sure. So we just, we have to wait for the COVID restrictions to be lifted to the appropriate level. My cat's bounding, my other cat's bounding around the house at the moment. He's having his mad half hour. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Robbie has that. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. 
And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Oh, what's what's the name? What names do we have? Jinxie, Jinxie, J-Y-N-X-I-E. Jinxie, Mr. Jinxie. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, like in Meet the Parents. Then I've got Bandit and Gizmo, who are the two kittens, and Monica's cat, uh, Madame de Pompadour, Pom Pom. (laughs) Madame de Pompadour, that's fantastic. My mum used to call me that. (laughs) <laughs> but and and you were also saying potentially so we're on you're on the lookout for a new puppy with a long tail with a blue cross you're going to do another um that you're venturing out again to to, to find another rescue uh, puppy puppy or rescue yeah becky did you want to explain a bit about the rehoming the uh, puppy rehoming bit to them be amazing yeah definitely so um we're working with james to do exactly as i mentioned before find the um you know the right puppy um for james and for his family and that's around you know we get lots of animals in all the time but it's finding out what's what is the most suitable dog for different people's lifestyle so that's what we're doing with James at the moment and he's working really closely with our behavior team to try and match the the perfect um pet to him and I James I think um they potentially have one in mind for you I think don't they yes a blue oh. Shih tzu. oh can you reveal more oh yeah go on tell us tell us we want to know we want to know uh, any well, any information know that's all you know yeah eight so I'm not sure do you know anything more Becky yeah, I think under six months. I'm not certain, um, but yeah, definitely we're we're looking for a puppy under six months, and I think we do have a Shih Tzu in mind. So we'll be kind of speaking to to James and his fiance a little bit more, and and talking to them about whether this one is is the is the right pet for them. So fingers crossed, we should have a perfect match, and we can oh um, introduce them. Goodness! And then what happens? T- t- talk us through the process. You bring the little Shih Tzu into James's uh, apartment flat, what, and then there's the cats. How 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 is that going to work? Um, so I think part of the process that we we do as Blue Cross is to um, like this matching process, and obviously we know about James's cat, so we are our behaviour team are looking for dogs that are specifically going to be great around cats. Um, and then they've got lots of advice on our website, and we'll be uh, making some more advice with James so that you know other potential owners can learn about how to properly introduce your new dog to your cats and how to do that in a way that's really beneficial for the welfare of both the cat and cats and and the new puppy. So um, yeah, we'll be making sure it works, and we're always there to um, give advice, and we'll be on the end of the phone if if James does need anything in terms of um, further support with once he gets the um gets the new puppy and when do you know that it doesn't work out when do you know when it doesn't work out i mean when when is there a red flag i'm just it's so interesting just to see how introductions work and do you give it how much time do you give it becky usually um so obviously i'm not a behaviorist so i think our behavior team would be better to comment on that than me but i think you know you have to take it stage by stage it's a very slow process but it's about our behavior team have years and years of expertise about looking for um you know the the signs in a dog that mean it is going to likely be a successful match um and then you just have to take things slowly step by step 
um, and just keep an eye out for any any signs that it's not working. And then we would always encourage people to get back in touch with us and we can guide them through uh, trying to solve those problems. We've got a behaviour phone line that we set up that people can call. So we're always there offering advice to try and ensure that the match works. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a very uh, educational um, documentary and I'm really looking forward to uh, doing this. It, it's amazing. One thing that uh, I might want to ask you and Becky is I was wondering sometimes in Doga, I mean, I suffer from mental health problems. I've got anxiety, acute anxiety disorder, suffer from panic attacks all my life, been on medication, will be on medication for the rest of my life. Um, so I'm self, you know. I'm not saying mental health is something away from me at all. Uh, I sometimes wonder uh, with adoptions and fostering, what I would see sometimes in Doga is that are people with some really, really severe anxiety disorder that almost can't go out of the house will adopt a dog that is quite traumatized. And I was wondering, and this is always, oh God, this is so personal, This because I really don't want to judge, but is that the right connection? Can it work with someone who's unwell to meet an animal that potentially had trauma as well? Is that a good match? Uh, is there a right and wrong? Becky, how do you, how, what do you think? So I think, um, you know, we've done a lot of research at Blue Cross. We know that pets can be um, amazing for people's mental health and for their well-being. It can really help if you're feeling lonely and isolated. But it, it is key that, you know, we get the right pet for the right person. And sometimes um, if you're suffering from a, any type of condition that makes it more difficult in different areas of your life, it might mean that certain breeds aren't suitable for you. Um, but like I say, it's about matching a pet to the specific circumstances that someone's going through. And I think at Blue Cross, we're 100% non-judgmental and we consider everybody as a potential owner and we can work with them to try and ensure um, that they can have the, the massive mental health positive benefits from, from owning a pet. So, yeah, I would say just got to get the right pet for, for your situation. And with James, obviously, it was it was a match made in heaven, wasn't it, James? When Bob came along, yeah, he was he was he was a godsend. Who knows if I would even be alive today if it hadn't been for him? I was in a terrible place when he came into my life. Um, he was he was I'm guessing about two years old, maybe under just under two years old when he met me, and uh, the way he bonded with me and started following me about <laughs> to that day when he followed me onto the bus into work, I. I was just I was in utter disbelief but yeah he's he just he gave me that strength and also gave me that uh, responsibility to him and I just yeah we've traveled the world like from the streets of London to the suites of Tokyo as I say because we stayed in we stayed in uh when we flew out to Tokyo for the premiere of his first film they put us up in the Ritz Carlton we had a suite in the Ritz Carlton on the 50th floor overlooking Tokyo it was amazing uh and just having come from sleeping on the concrete in London and um just never never in a million years would I've dreamt that he would change my life so dramatically May I ask you a little bit of a spiritual question? Because I've got tears in my eyes at the moment. Sorry, I'm really upset. My dog, uh, Robbie, I believe he was sent from a higher entity, from a higher power, because Doga would not exist. My book would not exist. We we had the book signing at the same place, by the way, just to let you know, um, uh, High Street, Kensington, Waterstones. You had one and then I had one, which is kind of mystical. But your book is much more popular. Anyway, never mind. But without... Robbie, 
without Robbie, there wouldn't have been Doga, the mission of Doga, yoga, yoga with animals. Do you understand? Like, I, I believe, truly believe, uh, Robbie was sent from the sky or from a higher, from something bigger than me. Do you believe that, which Bob? I completely understand what you're saying. I, I mean, I was, uh, I, I'm essentially, a, I'm a failed musician. I wanted to be a rock star when I was a kid and a teenager and all that. And, you know, um, I, I, my life, uh, by the time you're 27, if you haven't made it in the music industry, you're not really going to make it as a, like, you know, a front man. And I'd kind of given up on that and I'd resigned that I was going to be selling the big issue or busking for the rest of my life. And then Bob came into my life and he just, no way, no way could I have ever dreamed that all of this would happen. So, yes, I know what you're saying and that my life would become teachings, you know, for people to be able to learn things from. And I'm, I'm honoured that I'm able to that I'm able to impart the information and the wisdom that Bob taught me. Um, yes, I completely understand what you're saying because our book came out on the 15th of March, 2012, and the publishers did not know. They chose that date because it was close to Mother's Day. The 15th of March is my birthday. You see? You see? There are signs. There are signs everywhere. Do you get signs from Bob? Do you see him? Do you smell him? Do you do you see him in the corner of your eye? I feel his presence. Um, sometimes I can feel him walking across the duvet. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to explain it, whether it's just... Um, it's, I don't know, I feel him. I feel him. He's and, a part of me. Absolutely. And do you believe in past lives, reincarnation, potentially, that you've been reincarnated? That you've guys been together for lifetimes, over lifetimes, as a team? Well, uh, I... I very much believe in Buddhist philosophy, so yeah, I'm, I know that you know our energy goes from somewhere to somewhere. For Absolutely. Sure. Well, he's definitely with you, and I don't think Bob will ever leave your side, not until you go to the other side. So don't worry about it, um, James. Thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been the biggest honor to talk to you. You are my hero. 100% so is Bob. Becky, thank you so much for giving all that important information. I'd love to have you again on the show, both of you. It's wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Conversations with My Dog. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people and dogs. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Namapa. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.